Slayer Dragons is back. Join me on a six-week journey with our personal archetypes. We companion these energies, include them, and turn what had been shadow or difficulty into our allies and medicine. You'll find more information and links in the show notes about how to get enrolled in this course, which starts in the beginning of May 2021. Join us for Slayer Dragons, this powerful synthesis of a variety of modalities and working with archetypes to really companion these shadow energies and bring them into conscious awareness. Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram at Synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com and on the web, synchrosoma.com. The work of developing ourselves and evolving soul really has to do with our ability to commit and have a ritualized practice of self-investigation and connection with our inner life. And sometimes that's called inner work. Um, I like to think of the threshold between the overworld and the underworld expanding the liminal space, the the bridge between all of the worlds expanding as we develop these muscles and get stronger and stronger at our explorations of self. And as a yogi, as a longtime yogi, I, I would say I began practicing in about 1985. So decades long practice of doing inner work and particularly feeling soma, the energetics and body, I have come to realize that we can do a lot of thinking. We can think and think and be trying to solve issues with our monkey mind. And it, it just does pales in comparison to the amount of evolution that can happen through going inside and connecting with self. I used to kind of make a joke with clients, but I kind of believe it. You know, people would say things like, well, I don't have the time. My day is maxed out. And what I noticed in myself and what I noticed with other people that really have a strong yoga, inner work, meditation practice, that the time they spend doing that makes the rest of their day and the rest of their life incredibly efficient. When we're disassociated from body, from the now being present with what we're experiencing in the now, when we dissociate from that, it's as if time gets away from us. And it it really is about dissociating, leaving the now. And of course, when we do that, when we leave our body, we don't have the experience of being present. So time can fly by without having without feeling like we have the space or ability to do anything. So even though it's kind of a joke, it's really true. 
getting good at presence and being in the now gives us what I think of as this expanded version of time. And then there's this other thing of, well, what are we doing with the rest of our time? Now, you you could be like me. I'm a mom. I have a, a business that I do all the time. And I have a podcast that I create. And I make posts on Instagram. And I'm writing courses. And I'm writing a book currently. So I spend a lot of time doing a lot of things. And yet, I'm totally interested in it and totally have fun doing it. So it doesn't really seem like I have to make the time. It is what I do with my time. And when we really get going with archetypal studies, archetypal somatics, shadow integration practices, the symbolic world becoming a interactive experience that we take with us through this liminal journeying while we're awake, while we're asleep. When that happens, it is riveting. It is so engaging and powerful to work with our living world, our lived world, Lebenswelt in German, to work with this world that we're in feels like, it starts to feel like a gift. And for me, it gets pretty psychedelic and I don't do psychedelics, but it feels pretty psychedelic to be in this world sober and checking out how sparkly and magical it is just through presence. Now, if we add to that some rigor, like ritualizing it, having something to do daily, it really takes off. This is the creativity from constraint idea. When I have some sort of a sacred space that I have bracketed around my reality And I say, okay, I'm going to take, for example, one of the things I've been doing recently is taking 10 deep breaths, literally saying I'm going to do 10 deep breaths. And it takes a while to do 10 focused breaths. And the payoff is huge. 10 deep breaths, huge payoff, getting present in that amount of time. Now, if I add to that The other things that I do, instead of, say, pouring over garbage news or social media that's really just entertainment, and I spend my time actually doing my journaling, writing down my dreams, whatever kind of self-study work I do, and if you want tips about that, you can go to my Instagram and find in my highlights, there's 10 or 12 self-study tips there. Obviously, if you take my courses, it's chock full of the stuff to do. You can spend 15 minutes or you can spend an hour a day working through Shadow Stalking 101. I've got a course coming up, Slayer Dragons. There's that uh, kind of work. But there, but the point is that whether you're using a, a method from a book, if you're, if you're following a path like Toltec shamanism, if you're a yogi and you're getting deeper into yo- Vedic and yogic wisdom and following... Uh, a Vedic path, the Yamas and the Niyamas, if you're working on the honorable path of uh, the warrior like samurai. I'm working on the heart path right now. So my somatic integration practices have a lot to do with heart. And that course is coming out later that's all about heart path and how to do that. 
But in general, the foundation for the work I do and what I'm suggesting, what I always suggest we do is make it somatic. We want to be getting present in the now, feeling what's going on in body, and then adding some rigor to it. A little bit of rigor, like most of us listening to this podcast, I'm sure, brush our teeth. Now, if you do it twice a day, you're spending five minutes or more. If you do it three times a day, it's a little more than that. Same thing with washing your face. If you take that amount of time, you can build on that. And and so that's kind of the foundation for doing inner work. Now, the the actual to-do, like what do I actually do, this is... This is where maybe archetypal somatics or the work that I teach differs a little bit from other kinds of work. I'm not just going into an imagination place of thinking in pictures or just using a a template of an archetype or something like that. I'm matching it with energy, body energetics, or I'm taking the energetics of body pain, what I call the pain portal, and using that as a guide and a, a wedging me towards the work. And again, there's many ways of doing this. For example, if you're somebody who's into dream work, you might be taking a dream course. And I know some pretty amazing people right now teaching dream courses. There's dream courses out there. If you want to know exactly which dream courses are out there, you can get a hold of me and I'll help point you in that direction. But let's say, for example, you're doing dream work and you're writing down your dreams. Well, that's going to take you five minutes, maybe 10 minutes. Now you can take that to the next step. Not only can you work with individual symbols, let's say you've got a swan in your dream. You can work with that animal medicine. You can work with the, the content of the of the description and you can also work with the feeling content. How did you feel? How does the how does the seeing of the swan make you feel? Is it a black swan? Does it make you feel like you're working with some really uh, dark shadowy material material? Is it a white swan? Are you working with with something that reminds you of a childhood experience and then feeling down into how that resonates in your body? And again, we can get caught in the story, caught in the symbolism. And so it's really important to be matching this to something that resonates in real time in our life that's happening right now, but also energetically in body. And maybe there's an echo from something in the past. This is what somatic recapitulation is all about, what I teach and how we take Whatever portal we're using to get into this liminal space and start to weave together the content, these different aspects of the data. Once you become a shadow stalker, once you start really making your life a walking, a slow walk on the path of decoding reality all of your experiences are fodder for your inner work for, well, and not just thinking, not just, oh, that person bugged me. And what does that make me think? But really actually taking it further into, it could even be creative work, drawing about what you're experiencing. 
But once you do that, once you have taken the leap with your harnessing your reality for your own decoding practice, you're stalking your shadow, you're starting to catch, this is when the, the magic starts to really happen. The boons start to show up. You're getting more content than you should. <laughs> it just starts showing up. Information starts to kind of flood in. This is how I created my course, Slayer Dragons. I'd, I'd call it almost like a download from some sort of collective database about different aspects of reality. Same thing with Shadow Stalking 101. This is what's happening with HeartPath. When, you're, when your inner work or your, your liminality, your ability to master all of the world starts to really bleed up into the overworld or what we call life or the waking dream, we have access. And the same thing with Soma. Soma is, it really is the, the path of liminality. When we're connected into this really um, powerful ability, like a radio, like a radio antenna to feel through time and space and without sounding too out there, I, I don't, I think we're discovering through physics that this isn't actually weird. If, if you know anything about quantum mechanics, this is what they talk about. Something that relates to, to two, two things that relate on different sides of the universe respond to each other. That's just quantum reality. That's just that. I mean, maybe science doesn't matter to you, but if universal truth matters to you, this is what the yogis and the shamans have been talking about for hundreds and thousands of years, this information. It's no mistake that we see hieroglyphics and and paintings and, and temple carvings that have people with bodies and the heads of animals. This is, this is about animal medicine. It, it's none of this stuff is, is just made up by people. I mean, why do we see pyramids all over the world? For example, there's collective things that are happening that we can tap into through our own inner work, our own liminal explorations. And so again, just to kind of recap it here, we make space and time by changing our attitude towards our life and what we do. So we, we expand time. Maybe you just start taking 10 breaths at different times in the day. Then we add some rigor to it. We do the dream work or whatever we're working on and we start to expand upon that. It, it starts to get exciting and interesting to, to read content that matches what we're into, Toltec shamanism, whatever it is, we start to respond and you can respond to these podcasts. You can respond in your journal to my Instagram posts. You can, you can go through my Instagram posts and there's something like 700 entries where I've written about these, these subjects and you can learn a lot. You can respond right there. You can obviously take my courses and you can work in, in that way through your inner life and, and your inner work. And, and the point is that you get it going, you make the space by changing your relationship to time, you expand your reality that way, and you start to add some rigor to it, and then you start to have a lot of fun, it gets really trippy, 
and, and you're way down the road with doing your inner work. If you enjoy the content here or you read my Instagram posts and you enjoy that content, one way you can really help me is to share it with your friends and people you really care about. I'm dedicated to bringing somatic shadow integration practices to anybody who wants tools they can use on their own for their inner work and feel themselves growing and evolving. I have a lot of courses. There's more stuff coming out this year. The big thing is the heart path. I hope you can join me for that. Of course, you can find Shadow Stalking 101 in the show notes. And I do coaching one-on-one. I also have a series of courses, Slay Your Dragons, which helps us get into our personal archetypes and, and make things that had been enemy or disconnected from us allies in our soul growth. And then we work with the guardians of manifestation and truth. That's sort of like the next layer after Slayer Dragons. And I've started a coach training for people who want to get into this work and make it their vocation. I'm really glad you joined me for this podcast and find me here again next Tuesday for more shadow stalking, shadow integration, and somatic shadow integration practices. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.